The Hall shoot save. Smith the rebound stop. Another try. They score. Braden McNabb, his first of the year. Two to one Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Out of the net, extra passing. Smith settles. His shot knocked down. It's a loose puck in front. Now Smith scores. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Ballard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... We got some news out of the gate today, uh, both with the National Hockey League All-Star Game, which is coming up next month in Sunrise, Florida. The coaches have been named, and the Vegas Golden Knights are back part of the midseason classic. And we also have uh, a waiver update uh, on Jake Lesition. Let's start there, right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Uh, Jake Lesition, we knew, was on waivers. As we told you yesterday, uh, the opportunity for teams to pick him up, if he cleared waivers, he would uh, either be... Uh, staying with the Vegas Golden Knights or report to the Henderson Silver Knights if they decided to create a roster spot. Didn't get that far as the New York Rangers uh, put in a claim and they were able to pick up the forward off waivers and now he is a part of the Rangers organization. Yeah, it was one of those one of those things that I, I didn't necessarily see happening, but with Jake, I think that you... I, like being claimed or going to the Rangers? I didn't see. I didn't see him being claimed. Hmm. I I, th- I genuinely thought Jake Lecision would be a member of the Vegas Golden Knights when we signed on for this show today. I thought that um, you you were trying to find the right time, the perfect situation, perfect storm, whatever it is, to to sneak him through, get him down to Henderson, and, and build that confidence within his game. Uh, the New York Rangers. They are a team that I think a lot of people know their high-end skill, and I, I also think it's a team that uh, is looking for and, and can use depth, obviously, by by going out there and claiming Jake decision. So I, I'm hopeful for Jake that he does well with the New York Rangers. Yeah, it's a player that has some value by the claim by the New York Rangers, a team that is in the midst of trying to lock down another playoff spot in the second half of this National Hockey League season. He has skills. He is a a player that you can rely on to uh, patrol both ends of the ice, a 200-foot player. Offensive side of the game, has to get better. Yeah, uh, that's the only reason why he was on waivers to begin with was a, a lack of productivity when it comes to putting the puck in the net. Uh, that has to improve. Everybody with uh, with every waiver player, really, uh, when when pro scouts look at it, they're saying we see upside here. Mm-hmm. We see potential where uh, he hasn't fulfilled that before. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights certainly saw that uh, in Adam Brooks last year and uh, Michael Amadio sure. uh, this year. And based on Amadio's recent run of success with Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson, the uh, pro scouting staff of Von Carpen and company uh, were right on the money with that. So the New York Rangers are looking at Jake Lesition in exactly the same way. We know that we can play him we know that he can be responsible. Can we unlock that secret of the offensive part of the game? And uh, for Jake, uh, I'm I'm hopeful for him. Uh, this this is twofold. Uh, Vegas was trying to create something, maybe give him some confidence with the Henderson Silver Knights, or create some flexibility if the 
didn't send him down to Henderson, but at least uh, they would have that option mm-hmm. and not have to clear waivers or put him go through the waiver process in the next 30 days. There was uh, there was that methodology, but there was also the idea of if he did report to Henderson, and I'm thinking uh, on behalf of myself here, uh, projecting my thoughts uh, on management uh, with Kelly McCormick and company, that he would go down with Manny Viveros and he would discover that confidence mm-hmm. and bring that back up uh, to the Vegas Golden Knights. Instead, he moves on, and moving on can be a good thing for a player in this type of situation when you're looking at uh, a team that has a uh, plenty of options when mm-hmm. it comes to center ice right yeah. now. Sure. Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money there. For Jake LeCision, it's an opportunity, right? It's it's a chance to start new with a, with a new organization. It's an opportunity uh, to go to a place, and, and I don't know that there's any um, – you know, you look at the New York Rangers, you look at that building, Madison Square Garden, like if you're going to leave one of the most electric buildings in the league in, in you know, T-Mobile Arena, uh, you're hard-pressed to find a better one than Madison Square Garden. So it's a great opportunity in front for Jake LeCision, and it's up to him, right, to, to go out there and kind of seize that opportunity. That's the most important thing is for Jake, it's kind of that that pivotal part of his career where the the offensive side of the game has to start clicking at the NHL level in order for him to be a regular NHL player. Yeah, second rounder. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot uh, of skill with Jake Lasition yeah. and a lot of promise uh, with uh, this forward. He can play any uh, forward position. Uh, obviously, is uh, partial to center ice. Uh, there's that. Uh, he has produced at the American Hockey League level. Only has a couple of goals in the National Hockey League yeah. and uh, had just had trouble finding that. He had chances this year with Vegas. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, what if? Uh, what if one of those drops? Uh, uh, I'm thinking of a, a great opportunity uh, earlier this year where he was wide open in the slot and the goaltender just made a crazy, goofy save. Mm-hmm. I think it was John Gibson uh, who, who made the save where uh, out of nowhere. Uh, so if one of those goes in, well, we're probably not having this conversation because like Amadio, you get some confidence and you keep it going. But uh, uh, there's uh, there's plenty of uh, runway for him to fulfill. He he comes with uh, a lot of uh, pedigree. Mm-hmm. Second generation player. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens uh, with the with the New York Rangers moving forward. We'll see him in in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, when when the Golden Knights uh, go on their trip through New New Jersey, Islanders and the Rangers, a trip that will start off in Arizona and Mullet Arena. That's going to be a weird trip. You go Mullet, forty two hundred seats. And then you go through <laughs> New Jersey, one of the high-flying teams and surprise teams in the National Hockey League, and then get into um, Madison Square Garden and then uh, UBS Arena with the uh, New York Islanders. Uh, uh, more news to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Bruce Cassidy has earned the head coaching job for the Pacific Division All-Star team at the All-Star Weekend next month in uh, Florida. Uh, so this is uh, this is another case where the Golden Knights put a coach behind the bench. Yeah, it is. Um, this is now the fourth time, I believe, for the Golden Knights in their, in their history that they are sending a coach to the NHL All-Star game. And uh, it, it just kind of falls in, in line with how good the Golden Knights have been as an organization, how 
much pride the players have in, in having good records and in wanting to win games and and wanting to be a contender. And, you know, for Bruce Cassidy, it's a great opportunity to go back to an all-star game. This will now be uh, the second one that he is coaching in. So good all the way around. And uh, y- y- you like to see it, especially when you kind of look around the league at the other coaches that will be involved in the all-star game and, and kind of the ties that that separate all th- three of the four coaches at least. Uh, the Metropolitan Division will be represented by Rod Brindamore. Rod Brindamore. And the Central Division will be coached by Pete DeBoer. Mm-hmm. And the Atlantic Division is operated under the guidance of Jim Montgomery. Very interesting. <laughs> and and all this is based on points percentage. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, the conclusion of last night's games. So that's uh, that's how they decide the coaches for the All Star Game. It used to be whoever went to the final the year before mm-hmm. uh, when they did conferences. Mm-hmm. There's been a number of just like the game itself. There's been a number of different uh, uh, offerings up uh, when it comes to uh, the the coaches. But uh, the the rotation that uh, that we see with the All Star Game coaches this year can't be made up. No, it can't. Uh, Jim Montgomery was the coach of Dallas a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he replaced Butch Cassidy in Boston, and yep. he's going to the All-Star game. Uh, Butch Cassidy uh, replaced Pete DeBoer uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights and is going to the All-Star game. Yep. Uh, Pete DeBoer replaced Rick Bonus in Dallas, but previously uh, to that, it was uh, Jim Montgomery mm-hmm. uh, and from the Dallas Stars, they're leading the Central Division right now. He's going to the All Star Game, yeah. and it's it's really interesting. Rick Tockett and I talked about this last week uh, on the Chirp Podcast. Not everybody gets the opportunity to take over teams like Monty has, mm-hmm. like Pete has, and Butch Cassidy. Sure, like most times, like Rick coached the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is way before the Tampa Bay Lightning are what we see the Tampa Bay Lightning now. Right, right. And uh, he took over the Arizona Coyotes, who we're hoping to be better, but uh, we're, we're, are better than what the Arizona Coyotes are right now, but not much. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was a ways to go, and they, they did okay. Those are the kind of teams that you generally take over, a team that's struggling or, or, or gone through some real type of uh, upheaval. Well, Boston made the playoffs last year. Vegas would have without the injuries sure. uh, because it came down to those shootouts. And and Dallas wanted to make a, a change off of Rick Bonus. And like it, those those three guys stepped into really good situations. You still have to coach. You still have to get more out of your players. They've all put their different tweaks and systems on teams. Uh, we've seen that here. Butch and Peter are buddies. Butch and, and, and Monty talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all the time, but uh, they talk somewhat uh, regularly. Uh, they, they, they are friends, but they also have different uh, philosophies in certain ways. They've they've tweaked it, but the success is still there for all three. Yeah, and it, I think it kind of underpins the, the rosters, obviously. The, the rosters for the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights and the Boston Bruins, we know how good these teams were under different regimes and know we know how good they are right now uh, but it also it, it it speaks to how good the coaches have been in, in getting in implementing their tweaks and making sure that the expectation is still the same for teams that are ready to compete I, I think it's it's not it, it's great to walk into a situation like Pete DeBoer has in Dallas or 
Bruce Cassidy has here in Vegas or Jim Montgomery had in Boston, but you've still got to perform. You've still got to find a way to make sure that there isn't regression. And and in all three cases, that hasn't been the case. Well, Florida is a great example. hundred percent. Now that was somewhat strategized that they were going to take a step back, Mm -hmm. build their game differently and hopefully be better. Sure. Uh, we're still waiting for that to happen. I think it will click in. I do have confidence that uh, that those players are this, a lot of the same players that won the President's Trophy, minus Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, but you do substitute in uh, somebody like Matthew Kachuk, who's having a marvelous season. I, I think it, it gets there, but you're right. There's no, like, we're, we got a great roster. We're going to put this coach in. He's got a great resume, and they're going to mesh, and they're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, but Montgomery... What he's done with Boston, and he has he has changed a couple of things. I don't know whether those couple of things uh, are necessarily uh, translating out to what the record is, because that's that's extraordinary. And I don't know how much Monty knows about uh, the actual goaltending part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Asenza mm-hmm. is the same goalie coach in Boston as was there before, but uh, Linus Allmark is uh, like all world. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no goaltender uh, on on this side of Jupiter that is better than than Linus Allmark. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some of it is good fortune. Some of it might be a different voice. Uh, as much as that, it's same way here with with Bruce Cassidy. You're seeing several players have career years, mm-hmm. but Bruce doesn't control the health of Mark Stone. No, which has a huge impact uh, on this team. Uh, Bruce uh, doesn't uh, necessarily go out there and make sure that uh, that Jack Eichel is fit as a fiddle and and be able to have what was a career start to, to his season and and be so mo- motivated. Now, I think he's had an impact on Jack uh, as a two hundred foot mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. but uh, but what Jack was doing offensively, a, a lot of that is Jack. Systems wise, I think it's coming. I think you'll see the full impact, quite honestly, of Bruce Cassidy in this second half of the season. Sure. Once everybody gets into uh, a, a rhythm of not having to process and think their way uh, around the ice, and I talked to a couple of players today about it, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith in particular, about uh, you, you don't want to think out there, mm-hmm. but right now they're thinking a little bit. It's a lot less than they were before. But if they can get to not thinking and just have it be instinctual, uh, that's going to get there. And that's when I think we'll see the massive impact of of, of Bruce Cassidy. Right now, the little tweaks that uh, that he's done and bench management, uh, ice time, don't uh, don't uh, leave that out of the equation. Ha- has been a big plus for John Stevens and Bruce Cass- John Stevens, Bruce Cassidy, uh, Ryan Craig, uh, Misha Donskov uh, on that bench. And that's it. An exciting prospect, I think, if you're if you're a Golden Knights fan, because you've seen the impact Bruce Cassidy's already had in helping this team navigate through some of the injury issues that they've already had. You're seeing, uh, you know, a, a system for Bruce Cassidy put in place that is allowing some young goaltenders or unproven at this level to flourish in the terms in, in Logan Thompson making the All Star game too, and really becoming, I think to many, the best goaltender right now in the Pacific Division. And then you also look at the back end for the Golden Knights and the players that are still out, still no Shea Theodore, still no Zach Whitecloud, but defensively they're not dropping off very much. They're still not allowing a lot of grade-A scoring chances. They're not really allowing other teams to to come in here and, and put, a, put a lot of goals on the board. So, um, you know, you start to see that 
what Bruce Cassidy's implemented has allowed them to kind of navigate some some issues when it comes to injury. But if they get everything locked in and loaded and they are out there playing on instinct, all of a sudden, I think this becomes an even more dangerous team, and they're already first place in the Pacific Division. Isn't it uh, cool to watch, though? Three different coaches with three slightly different styles yeah. all get virtually the same results. Yeah. In best team in the division, uh, one particular case, best team in the game right now. Right. But they come at it in different directions, from different directions. And I, I think that is great for our game as well, that that nobody's just following the pack and, and doing uh, doing it that way, that they can you can have your own style and be less of a, a herd mentality mm-hmm. and more of uh, an individual approach well i think when you're at this level right like you've got to have supreme confidence in in what it is you believe you bring to the table but right? professional sports is a copycat i i agree division. with you 100% it is mm-hmm. but you know there's when, when we're talking to bruce Cassidy, like there's no lack for confidence when you have Bruce Cassidy at the mic. He believes wholeheartedly that the way he wants his team to play hockey can win a Stanley Cup. And the ultimate test for Bruce is that if it happens, I know that I did it my way. And mm-hmm. I think that that's such a such a refreshing uh, type of, of way of thinking because I, I do think you have to kind of stand on your own in order to get there. As much as it is a copycat league, there aren't, 32 Kale McCars out there. There aren't 32 Connor McDavid's out there or Sidney Crosby's out there. You've got to come up with something unique that you can really utilize to your advantage to win hockey games. Well, you got to be confident in your approach mm-hmm. and you have to work with everybody else. Players, sure. management, you got to be able to funnel that all in the right direction. And and I know of uh, uh, people in, in the 80s and 90s who are great coaches. But uh, they didn't. They wanted to do it. Their own. Pat Quinn was was a, was a guy who wanted all the control. Mm-hmm. Like he had to have all the control. I love the guy, and uh, and and God bless you, Pat. Uh, but but there wasn't any taking uh, advice from anybody else or being told mm-hmm. you're going to do this, this, and this with these players and a roster or whatever. Uh, some people need need that. Uh, Nowadays, you got to—it's got to be a full team. Everybody be able to be on page, same page, uh, to be able to go in the right direction. And uh, I think that's what you're—you're you're, you're certainly seeing with the with the great combinations. Uh, John Cooper in in Tampa is a good one, where where management and coach uh, on the yeah. same page. Bruce yeah. Cassidy uh, and Kelly McCrimmon are are very much uh, aligned with the, with the, how they look at the game. Yeah, and I think you know. You bring in a coach like Bruce Cassidy no. to, to to accomplish one goal, right? And I think what we've seen out of this organization, all the way down, all the way from Bill Foley on down, is that the number one objective is shared by everybody. You want to win a Stanley Cup, so everything that is going to take place, all the roster decisions, every coaching decision is pulling on that same rope. And I think that that's really the 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 backbone of a healthy organization. So the Golden Knights have had three coaches in their history. Mm-hmm. And now all three coaches will have coached in an all-star game. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because... Uh, and and this, is, this is very much an organization and team privilege mm-hmm. that, that the coach gets good. It's not the whole staff. It's the head coach. 
that goes to the All Star Weekend, yeah, and and gets that that perk. Uh, but that responsibility is earned on the backs of the the coaches and the production of the the players and and the organization as a whole. And that is a huge like half the years in the National Hockey League, three three different coaches and and all have gone and had success uh, at at this mid season point. What what's interesting to me is that. You know, every time you make a decision to move on or go with a different coach, there's always the opportunity of, okay, what happens if there's regression? What happens if there's a period of time where you're not getting the same results or similar results or whatever? And when you factor in that the two previous coaches that Bruce Cassidy supplanted or succeeded went to an all-star game, it's pretty insane to me that the Golden Knights have been able to hit three in a row, really. And that, like, some teams they're not going to be able to hit three coaches like that in a row. And and again, it's not just coaching, it's organization, it's, it's players, talent. it's how yeah. you are are constructing your roster. But when you're able to do it with with different voices and it, it's the same results, it, again, it, it leads to your belief in that this organization has one goal and every decision that's being made is made to try to get just a little bit better. Well, the first coach was Turk. Mm-hmm. And they came out of nowhere yes. to do what that misfit group accomplished. Right. So that was a massive surprise. But then you had some momentum. Pete came in when the team uh, stumbled. Mm-hmm. And he had to build that back up. And they went on an amazing run. And, and then going into the bubble. And reaching uh, back-to-back third rounds before the, the injuries last year. Now, after the injuries... I think it was more starting over, mm-hmm. way more like your number one, the vibe around here. And Bill Foley and I had a conversation at the start of the season where it was this vibe around the Golden Knights this year was much more like going into year one where you want to have that uh, uh, motivation uh, to prove everybody wrong uh, about last year, but also – uh, the 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 fact that uh, that there was an unknown mm-hmm. about this team. Mm-hmm. How would they come back? Would people be healthy? Would people be able to uh, resurrect uh, the same type of game that they had in, in previous years? Would new players be able to uh, uh, raise the level of their game to match uh, those that they're replacing? There was a big similarity and uh, and connection to year number one going into that training camp. One's a total expansion team, and everything was new. But on the inside, it, it did feel the same to, to Bill. And Bruce built this thing up. And, and almost from the injuries last year mm-hmm. and the disappointment, put it back together. Uh, in in a way, and that's no disrespect to Pete, but uh, uh, because he didn't injure anybody uh, uh, or, or didn't play anybody when they were healthy, uh, so uh, I love what what Butch has done this year as much as anything in having to get it all back while putting his own spin on it. And I think it it gives you an idea that you know after last season with the injuries, all of that. It would have been really easy to run it back, right? It would have been really easy to run it back with Pete at the helm. It would have been really easy for the Golden Knights to just say, you know what, we're going to give one more shot there with what we believe is going to be our full complement of a team. But the the identifying of 
wipe the slate completely clean. Give everyone a fresh start. Everything is going to be as new as possible with a new coach coming in. And, you know, the ability to go into a season with those, I don't want to say expectations, but with the, with the mindset of us against the world, people are counting us out. We're going to prove that we're a better team. And there's this degree of, of change that, underpins that mindset. And I think that's important for the Golden Knights too. Now there's, there's big changes. They, they pick their spots mm-hmm. from last year, this year, mm-hmm. they pick their spot in the coach. They pick their spot in Max Pacioretty and Robin Leonard was picked for them. Sure. And they had to adjust to that, but there is, there's three big changes from a year ago in which you're trying to put everything back together. And then you take that out. That that's a challenge with, with, all of that not not available. I never bought the chip on the shoulder thing. I'll be fully honest, and and, and good on them. Whether <laughs> it's uh, the young guys, whether it's the veterans who have been through it uh, mm-hmm. into the sixth year, mm-hmm. or guys who have come through midway through, we heard a common theme between it. I think a lot of that was just hockey talk and. Uh, trying to create their own sort of motivation, us against the world. Mm-hmm. I never got the sense that the world was against Vegas this year. I, I didn't. There were some questions. There were some some big questions. Maybe In not. Goal and Bruce Cassidy. But but the talent was still significant enough that I thought this team was good enough at the start of the season to contend for a division title. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's this year. I think last year it was the hockey world against the Golden Knights. Yeah, well, hockey 100%. gods. Okay. Um, but that all being said, like I do believe that there's a degree of belief within the room you've got to get to. And, and I think that the Golden Knights, after missing the playoffs, every player to a man, right, is, is humbled by that experience, especially here, especially in this market when you've known nothing but success from the moment that you started. So I think the ability to go into this season and whatever external motivation you've got to put on it in order to come together and and have that belief back in the room that, no, we're the best team in the Pacific Division. We're going to be the best team in the Western Conference. We are a Stanley Cup contender despite what happened last year. I think however you've got to get there was really important for this mm-hmm. team, and I, I do believe there's something to that. Yeah, I, I just didn't buy into it. They're just too good. Do you buy into it now? Us against the world? Yeah. No. No, oh, this team's way... Look what they're doing. Who's against them? I, they're not tops in the... They're not the best team in the league right now. No, but they're the best team in the conference. No, I think they want to be there. They're the best team in the conference, and they've gone through some injuries, and they, they're still getting uh, rounding in the form. I've said the second half of the season is going to be when, when we're going to see uh, the full effect uh, of, of Bruce Cassidy. I, I think that they're too talented to have an us against the world. If that's what you want to use and and that gets you there, perfect. I, think, I love it. I I've, I've used it before like that boss doesn't like me. I'm going to show him. And that boss has always looked at me and said, "I what I like you. We go for lunch all the time. I come up with my own narrative and it fuels me." I've used it myself. So, uh, I may be a hypocrite in in saying this, mm-hmm. but I just and this is a compliment to these guys. Sure. I think they're they're too good for for it to be us against the world. I thought they were too good in September. 
with the goaltending excluded, that that had to be proven. And the goaltending still has to be proven every week until the end of the season. That's going to be a constant thing uh, where, where you're going to have to answer it every week or else it will come up. Uh, but I think that they are a really talented, deep team mm-hmm. that, uh, that has gone right back to where they were a year ago. Just first place and putting their coach in the All-Star game. I think that when it comes to this team, they're going to feel it's us against the world until their name's on a Stanley Cup. That's that's genuine because that's the goal, right? But, that's been the goal. No, the from goal day is one. to win the Stanley Cup, but why why us against the world? Because that's an external motivator. Like I don't I don't see why that's a problem. Like as talented as they no, it's are. No, it's not a problem. No, no, it's not a problem. As, I just don't buy it. As talented as they are, as good of a team as they've had over the last three years, understanding where their window is right now, I think you've got to find another gear, another level. You've got to hit in a different way come playoff time than you have before. You've got to find, for the Golden Knights, in terms of their whole history, you've got to find three more wins in June that you weren't able to find before. And however you need to get there, if it is us against the world, if it is everyone wrote us off last year because we were injured and we didn't make the playoffs, whatever you need to do to get there, I think is fine. And and I, I just look at this team, until they've got that playoff spot secured, they're not necessarily going to rest easy on where they're at in the standings because we know where they were last year at the All-Star break and we know how, it, how that, that season ended. For this team right now, you've got to dig into... We have something still to prove to everyone else and to each other. All right. There it is. Uh, I think that they're supremely talented and able to do this on their own. And Ryan Wallace doesn't think they're good enough. I don't think talent has, has anything to do with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board, Unbelievable. I'm on board with, the, with the us against the world. Because coming into this season, you don't think Mark Stone felt like he had something to prove. Marcia so seems like a guy who eternally feels like he has something to prove every single year because there's still people who may doubt him yeah, individually. In the and Mark Stone yeah, had, to, had to prove that he was able to be back As, as a collective, though, I, I I think that's a thing. Like, I feel like Jack Eichel had something to prove. Maybe he won't tell us. But individually? I, maybe. You well, know, I, be, if you want to ask him, go ahead. Jack Eichel's going to come on this program at some point during today's show, and he's going to chat with us about all things BGK. Now, I don't Necessarily I, think that you want to go down that I path won't ask today. Him that, no. When, when, when he's no. back and things are going good, no. But no. but uh, but if you are going to go down that no, path, I'm not doing that. Let me know and I'll kill your mic. No, no. Well, I mean, you'd you'd have to jump across the. Yeah. I don't want to censor you. Are but you I'm, are you going to use this opportunity to ask about Dancing Queen? I might. Oh boy. Are you? No, you can't. Why not? Because. Uh, you you get your butt down to City National Arena Chapman, and you do your you poll. against the world, buddy. It's me, it's against, you against the it's world. It's me and ABBA against when, the world. When it prove comes, them right. When or it comes prove to, them wrong. Uh, you, uh, people against the world, it is you against that room in trying to figure out the secret to <laughs> ABBA's Dancing Queen being on uh, after games. Um, is there anything you want to add to that, or can we take a break? No, we could definitely take a break, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, we're, we're over time. When we come back, uh, a little bit more of the VGK. Uh, some other stuff happening around the National Hockey League involving the All-Star Game and how to get more Golden Knight presence in that game. We'll tell you all about it on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. we got the big uh, VGK Insider Show hockey parlay coming up on Friday where you phone up. We'll give you three games. You pick the winners of those three games and we'll give you a wad of cash. It's up to... $300 this week, right? 300 300 Because we have not had a winner uh, the first couple of weeks. And we're going through, we're picking out our games this weekend. Uh, just so you know, <laughs> and this will happen on Friday. Don't call now. No. But on Friday. We each give a game, and then you have to pick all three winners. The successful participant has picked my games correctly, mm-hmm. has picked Wallace's games correctly, Yep. has been stumped by... Chapman. Chapman is taking money right out of our listeners' pockets. See, I, I, I kind of relish being the bad guy for once. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but I will say this. The person who does eventually win, they're going to win a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's a lot of money? Well, I mean, it's up to 300 bucks this week. All right, so what's a lot of money? I, I would say three hundred dollars is is a pretty good chunk of You're change. You're trying to save yourself. You're because we caught you in a little bit. No, of a, uh, no, leading on that nobody was going to win this week. Not, well, I mean, if they don't, then it's better for the person who might win in week four. You're you're, you're hedging. Just <laughs> you lean are. into it. Be a oh, yeah. be, be a heel. I I like I like be being the heel. heel. I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't want anybody to win. Eventually, Why? well, eventually, I want someone to win. But Hold but on. I want That's them a to. Good question. Good question. How many weeks does this thing go? 16. 16 weeks. At the end of 16 weeks, if nobody's won, Mm -hmm. what will the pot be? $1,700? Well, it stands to reason it'd be $1,600. $1,600? Math, not your strong suit, huh? Well, I thought it rolled over. (laughs) So, do we get the... $100 a week. Do we get the money? Do we? No. No. Why? I don't know. I mean, I'm not... I don't... I didn't do the rules. I I don't... I'm not the Where are the rules? I, 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 you Show me the rules. I don't have the rules the, in front of me. Yeah, you don't bring, have the rules. Bring, bring me. I, oh, I'm asking on. for the rules. I want to know <laughs> if, think, we, if we stump every contestant each week yeah. for 16 weeks. Yeah, good for twenty seven thousand dollars. <laughs> that's not <laughs> it. That's, if, that's, if, if we, that's not it, dog. If this we win, when, this is when math, being bad at math works in yes. your favor. If it's we, good. if if nobody wins <laughs> because they can't pick our games successfully, go three for three yeah. in any particular week, we should get that money. See, I I tend to agree with split you. Split three ways, but I well, get $20,000, you guys get ways. $100 each. No, no, no. Uh, that doesn't equal $27,000. But anyway, I would Some, imagine... Someone's been uh, thinking about one three one too much. I, with, I know, with that I know. Math. Yeah, yeah. Well, drink. Based, on, based on the game, he's playing with it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I would imagine, and I don't know this for sure, because again, I'm not the rules guy. I just bring this stuff to you, and we do it on the air. Um, I would imagine that we'll probably just roll it into the playoffs. So then you start, you, you probably have to pick playoff series or something like that, Michael which becomes Minden, even more difficult. Michael E. Minden, uh, the hockey parlay contest on the VGK Insider Show in the Fashion Show Mall. Michael E. Minden, we should talk to the people over there and see whether we get the cash. Mm-hmm. Because they get the same oh, you're, mentions. You're, you're absolutely like Michael change. E. Minden. Michael E. Minden, we love you. Yeah. But if nobody wins this darn thing, yeah. or, we should get the cash. So if I give you that information, everyone's going to know. What's that? That we get the cash at the end. Let's do it. 
I'm just saying, everyone's going to know because you're going to start I'm looking not. for the hardest game you could possibly yeah, pick. You, you, as opposed you to the layups that you've picked for the first two weeks. Yeah. Nobody can win anyway. That's a good point. It has nothing Getting to do stumped with stumped by Chapman over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Whoever gets Embrace stumped it. by Chapman? Well, apparently Shane and, the last and, uh, two weeks. Shane was one week, and I, I can't remember who was the week before. But If we don't get a winner for 16 straight weeks, yeah. that should be a compliment to us, and we should be compensated for it. Well, I think because they're only two against me and 2-0 and oh against the two of you, maybe I should get the cash. If you want to do it that way, like whoever, whoever's game they change. get, <laughs> whoever's game change they get wrong, part. let's do it. Somehow, I don't think that's going to fly. Dar- Darren's going to start putting <laughs> stipulations yeah. on it. And you're you're going to oh, this you're going to be telling no, oh, well, winner, this guy's this guy's missing this game. Winner, that, <laughs> winner or loser, that's all you got to do. But how much how much money is that at the end of the year? Again, it's twenty seven thousand dollars. Oh, I thought it'd be thirty two thousand dollars at this oh, point. Oh, we're we're bumping okay, up now in, with inflation and and all that. Yeah. So Philadelphia, Washington. Let's just take that as an example. They, they, <laughs> they, play, they play tonight. Yeah. No, who the, who, the, who would win that game? The Flyers are a wagon right now. I'm going Philly. Philadelphia's winning right now. Yeah. Toronto, Nashville. <laughs> who would you take? I don't know. UC Soros stops 150 shots a night. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Preds you, have won four straight too. And UC Soros single-handedly beat the Carolina Hurricanes last week. So yeah. You're and then right. followed up with a shutout. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Ridiculous. A like, hundred saves in two games. <laughs> who doesn't, who doesn't <laughs> love hockey? It's the hardest sport. Yes. I think to wager on. I agree. I'm not allowed to wager. Yeah. But I can certainly win off the backs of people who don't. I like, like basically I'm a casino right now. That's what I'm lobbying to be. If nobody wins the Michael E. Minden hockey parlay contest on the BGK Insider Show, the house gets the money. I'm Michael, the house. Michael E. Minden. Michael E. Minden. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Well, Michael E. Minden is gonna get their, their mentions. One hundred percent. Perfect. You, you're yeah, but you're like, not. Who loves me more than Michael E. Minden and Secret Creamery? Nobody. Nobody. Hey, Secret, yeah, that's Secret true. Creamery retweeted a tweet that I was mentioned in when we discussed the chance track. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Did we retweet too? Yes. That's yes. wild. Better than Johnny Blue Checkmark over here. I'm just saying they do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 100%. Again, I'm looking after my own six right now. Right. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like, I'm trying to come up. I'm trying. And you guys, I don't know why. Why, why retweet? promotion for your show. I don't understand Seriously. why you do that at all. It's I'm trying to make you guys cash right now. If we go undefeated in yeah. offering up the games, I want the money. Then stop and you picking. Guys, and you guys will not layups. jump in on this and and, and, and get on board. It's not up to you're, us. You're coming up with rules or <laughs> every contest has a rule, Darren. Or that's not ethical. I didn't say that. <laughs> no one said it's not ethical. Who cares about that stuff? It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's ethical or not. I'm saying that I'm not the one that put this whole thing together. That is on our promotions department, and I'm not going to sit here and say on the air something that's contrary to what's in the rules. I don't Bring know them in here. I, go get them. They, I don't they go home at 4 o'clock. Go. Yeah. You My get goodness. out there and go. Promotions, get okay. in here. Do you want me to leave? Like, I'll I, leave. I, I I'll want, give them a call. I, 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 I could text... Uh, the Get other, the other person. And see if they'll go. She may, still, she may still be here. You're what? so vague for no reason. Michael E. Minden, uh, yes. jewelers, will get way more exposure if if we work the contest this way, where okay. we get the cash at the end if nobody <laughs> wins it. Like, the promotions, that's their, like, I'm hand-feeding them. Again, I, I the believe, greatness. if I'm not mistaken, in some of the, mm, you know, well... <laughs> 
I love how you, Darren's turned into Ebenezer Scrooge all of a sudden. 100% show up to these meetings, too. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, listen, I, I'm fairly certain Ethics. that we're, we're rolling into the playoffs with this. I, I don't know for sure, but I, I think that that's kind of the direction. So I would imagine it'll roll over to the playoffs. So what happens, what happens, though, if someone wins, like, say, week 10? But then they win a thousand dollars. Yeah, but then nobody else wins. Then we get the cash. That's what that's what Darren's advocating we, for. But we only get fourteen thousand. Whatever's yeah, yeah. whatever's left over at the end, we split, which would be like fourteen thousand dollars. I, I I'm a, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with the split. There, there we go. Yeah. We're just See, throwing words and numbers <laughs> out here. None of it means anything. I got Chapman. I got Chapman oh, well, on board. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not not. Well, you're the only one that that hasn't Stevie rules given yes. given a, a a layup. So clearly, yeah, I, I don't want them um, to have a layup. You don't I, want I want them to anybody earn it. to win. I want, I want them to earn to, it. I want you guys to know the dog question. The dog that uh, was injured. Did mm-hmm. someone ask Bruce today? Upper body or lower body? No. No, but I will say this: the conversation that we had for 20 minutes yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, it's I mean, resonated all over no, the NHL. I'm going to tell you about how far that went. <laughs> And update the dog <laughs> when we continue. Plus, Jack Eichel on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wall. Hey, do you guys have the old IG? You guys have IG, right? Yeah, Instagram. There's a, there's a great one uh, out from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, hmm. Kaylee put it together. Favorite 90s hockey player. Went through the whole roster. Wow. Uh, of uh, of the Vegas Golden Knights. Nice. Somebody, somebody might have said Alec Martinez. Oh. That's a pretty good, uh, that was okay. a pretty good run. That, okay. was, that, was, that, was, that was great. Uh, Nick Lidstrom was uh, was voted a couple of times. Joe Sackick. I know someone who voted for Lidstrom. Paul Cotter. Yes, he did. I went with Gretzky. I think I was the only one that went with Gretzky. Yeah. Does that not surprise you? I'd go Lemieux. Eichel, no, I didn't hear anybody say Lemieux. Really? Uh, Eichel went Burry. I thought that was a good uh, yeah, good toss-out. That makes sense. Followed on Instagram, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, account over on the old IG. That's what they call say, it, right? Say Instagram. Please stop. Why, why, why not the old IG? I, I'm, I'm on board with IG. Now I'm that, getting texts from people, too, oh. saying, can I get in on you? No. I'll I'll help you out with picking the games. No, we're good. And and then if we if nobody wins the money by the end of the Michael E. Minden hockey parlay contest... We get the cash. I'm getting seriously text from different three texts mm-hmm. during that commercial mm-hmm. break. Yep. No, no, we don't need. Once we that, don't need to split it any. any I'd extra like a ways. cut. No, we don't need you. We're good. Me? No, no. Whoever's texting you. Oh. Well, but I don't now, know. Yeah, now, you're, now you're playing the heel. They can have Wallace's you guys, share because he's not in it yet. It's not about he's that. holding out it's with the rules. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rules. We're going to throw him in a clink, yeah. see? Ah, he's going to the clink, yeah. see? Um, Mortar so, mouse over there, see? Here's the, uh, here's the dog update. <laughs> yeah, please. Let's get, let's get into that. We talked yesterday for 20, and didn't mean for it to go 20 minutes yesterday on upper body, lower body, <laughs> and how that relates to a yeah. dog. Yeah. But Stephanie phoned in. She gave us, like, three different uh, uh, versions, the, the hindquarters, the torso, the, uh, the, the, the head of the dog. Here's... Here's the place. I walk downstairs, Ashley and I, are, we're, and we're, we happen to be talking about this at the time as we go down to media availability. People in the hallway associated with the hockey club that listen to this show talking to me about uh-huh. it's, it's for sure 
halfway through the torso, and the bottom legs, the back legs, are the the lower body, and the front legs are the upper. Like people have passionate viewpoints about this. Yep. It got all the way into the dressing room today. Wow, wow. That's that's how I wouldn't say the reach of this program as much as how divisive that conversation. No, is. we could say it's the reach of the program too. People listen. I, Important people. That would involve me promoting, and I don't want to do that because yeah. that. Uh, how are they? That's how are dollars. they getting it? Yeah, Johnny Blue check mark. So the the doggy, yeah, doing okay. This is this is uh, this is really good news. Oh, nice. Uh, update on Lily: minor upper body injury. Nail has been cut short. She should be back soon. Just dealing with some soreness. You said upper body, and you this, said this is this is from nail. Lily's owner. So Lily's owner is on board with Chapman. Yes. Yeah, it's still a lower body injury to me. I agree with you. Yep. But I can't believe how every single person has a take on this. This it's brought like, this brought us together. It did. I love it. And then you, you guys just, needed you need, no, needed no. some. Then of that, he yeah. ruined it. Yeah. Well. By not putting the you cash in our pockets. You and me split the money. Let's do that. And then we'll take Jack out. Because Jack Eichel is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas, the VGK Insider Show.